Welcome to the 2021 Scopey Awards, where we celebrate the best in music for the year, as well as whatever Patrick liked this year. Patrick. Oh, wow. Okay. <laughs> we're, your, we're your two hosts for this evening at this lovely award show. I'm Will Brost, and joining me on the red carpet, Patrick Anderson. Here I am, and definitely happy to be here. Yes, awesome. <laughs> so the red carpet this year, a little empty. Uh, actually, no musicians showed up to our Scopey Awards show this year. And um, as we yeah. know, it's because of COVID concerns. It's not yeah. because they just decided not to come. Um, we so. had to we had to do a lot of logistics, just t- talking to people's managers and admins and getting schedules worked out but luckily everyone was pretty cool about it exactly yeah so um we have five awards to give out tonight or i guess 10 uh because each of us is giving out an award it's kind of like the oscars except each award happens twice and it's just whatever your opinion is and whatever my opinion is um, I want that to be the Oscars from now on. <laughs> <Just> <laughs> the presenter gets to choose. Moonlight wins Best Picture, and also La La Land also wins Best Picture, because <laughs> this is what this guy thought. Uh, and, and you might be thinking, like, oh, they're celebrating the best in music for the year. Surely this is where we have Song of the Year discussion and Album of the Year discussion, right? <laughs> Actually, no. <laughs> nope. <laughs> if you want Song of the Year discussion... Stay tuned for the next episode. That is our Song of the Year podcast. And if you want our thoughts on Album of the Year, each of us has a uh, 50 album list going on our Twitter accounts at Will Brost and at Patrick Anderson. Uh, We're slowly counting those down throughout the month. We'll have a playlist at the end of the month. Uh, So feel free to follow us on Twitter or at least follow those posts. Um, But tonight is all about kind of the, uh, the other best in music for the year. So best picture as in best album cover uh we have best breakthrough artist which uh the uh grammys called best new artist for some reason and then everyone's like well but, but actually that this is they're not new <laughs> yeah it's like but pony fair already has a record yeah so yeah uh, so we're getting ahead of that yeah so we just it's basically that award but better and we have a few other awards as well and i'll be sure to try to remember to include those in the description so you can skip to your favorite ones if you'd like but i'll probably forget to do that um, nice. but <laughs> let's go ahead and, uh, get started with our first award, huh? Let's do it. All right. Let's kick the show off. Kicking the show off with best album title, best album title. Doesn't say anything about how good the content on the album is. Just, oh, I thought this was best album on title. <laughs> no, <laughs> no. <laughs> Hey, I love it. I love it. And you know what? I don't know what's on title and what's not on title. Uh, yeah, I was like, probably all of these albums would be on title. <laughs> <laughs> um, dude, that, that was pretty good. Uh, nice. So would you like me to go first or would you like to go first? It, you, yeah. Remember, we do award two awards per category. So. <laughs> right. You can kick it off first. Okay, awesome. Um All right, my nominees for Best Album Title of 2021. Backwash with I Lie Here Buried With My Rings and My Dresses. Paranual with To See the Next Part of the Dream. Mm -hmm. JPEG Mafia with LP. Nice. Jeff Rosenstock with Ska Dream. And 
Godspeed you, Black Emperor, for God's pee <laughs> yes. at State's End. Just a horrific album title, but I wanted to shout it out anyway. I love it. God's pee. Are you kidding me? Um, <laughs> the winner, though, is Jeff Rosenstock for Scott Dream. Oh, nice. Yeah. Okay. So this is the first award of the night, and I'm already cheating a little bit. Um, put, <laughs> can put can put an asterisk on this one if you want. The category is best album title, but this mostly wins the award because of the song titles on the album. Uh, so, yeah. So I'm cheating, but it's my award show. It's our award yeah. show. So whatever. <laughs> it's my award. Damn it. <laughs> it's my award show. <laughs> it's my award show. <laughs> so yeah. So last year, uh, power pop punk musician jeff rosenstock released a fucking awesome album titled no dream love that record and this year he released a ska remake of that record and titled it ska dream also an awesome record love both of those but as part of this ska remake he renamed the track titles of the original record as well uh, some of these new titles are references to like ska culture so like for example, the song Nikes is now called Airwalks. Uh, Ohio Turnpike is now Ohio Pork Pie. Uh, <laughs> Honeymoon Ashtray is now Checkerboard Ashtray. You know, I, I love My all gosh. these. Yeah. yeah, they're all great. I love these like ska names. But even better are the song titles that are absolutely forced, strained ska puns. Just awful puns. <laughs> So, for example, Leave It in the Sun is now Leave It in the Ska. Okay. <laughs> Terrible. Terrible. A song that was called B&B &B is now SKA. Didn't even try on that one, really. That's not even a pun at that point. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but my favorite, or you know, least favorite, depending on how you view it, is the song called Scram. It's still called Scram. But now the C is a K, and like the S, the K, the A, they're capitalized. So it's just a real abomination of a, of a song title, and I love it for that. Um, it's so dumb that I can't help but love it. So I'm, I'm sorry to cheat on this one, <laughs> but I kind of had to. Uh, I love it. Yeah, so <laughs> congratulations to uh, Jeff Rosenstock. Yeah. Well deserved. That's right. That's right. Great pick. Hell yeah. All right. My nominees for the best album title are Shoo Shoo mm -hmm. with Oh No, like all caps. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> Panopticon with dot, 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 and again into the light. Mm. Backwash. Mm -hmm. I lie here, Barry, with my rings in my dresses. Lingua Ignata. Sinner, get ready. And the body. But I've seen all I need to see. Hmm. Pretty bleak uh, nominees this year. Yeah, no, no God's pee here. <laughs> I definitely considered. It. <laughs> I'm so glad that you that you put it in there. It's just so terrible. <laughs> yeah. All right. Oh, the winner of this one is. Panopticon. Nice. Dot, 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 and again, into the light. Right. And I'm not going to say dot, dot, dot every time, but <laughs> <laughs> just so you know how it's stylized. 
Yeah, um, this album I love a lot already. I think that I, I talked about it um, on like Q2 or something like that, Q2 or Q3 maybe. Um, gave it nine too. So already this album is uh, holds a special place. But I just love the album title of this because the album itself has a lot to do with like coming out of a really dark period. Um, both in like the artist's personal life and then just in general with you know everybody being in lockdown for the past couple of years Mm -hmm. and we're finally getting vaccines and even though it's like a slow uh recovery back to normalcy i guess there's still something so there's like some level of light uh to hold on to so it's a little bit a little bit of hope Mm -hmm. in 2021 um even though it's been kind of shitty in a lot of ways too so um i think that yeah this the 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 album title was just appropriate for that um and i'd love uh, the dot 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 the ellipsis at the beginning of it (laughs) like as much as i'm joking about it is actually like i think what uh carried this forward into winning the Mm. the uh, best album title for me because I I really love just that like idea of like the taking like a breath or something like that before the album title like you're just internalizing it as like this kind of like like sigh almost and then and again into the light mm. um, and I think it mostly like calls back to like um, Panopticon's earlier work um, dealing with like really dark places and stuff but even if you're not familiar with that i think that it just puts this imagery of like okay here we go again we're going we're getting back into it we're like we're we're trying to to make it uh make make things good again like um like you're you're aware of this repetitive cycle of going into dark places and then coming back out of it and then like doing that over and over again um so i think that that little pause at the beginning of it is really really nice and it evokes that imagery that i really want um when i hear the album so yeah bit of a bit of a personal pick and um but yeah i mean that's the whole point of this so yeah yeah that's a that's a great pick and i was just kind of thinking like both of us nominated backwash i think we both nominated backwash last year and she may have won yeah. so i think we could but just she name kills the, it with album titles <laughs> so like, yeah we could just call this the backwash best album title of the year award that's what we should <laughs> yeah even if she even if she doesn't win it's still her category <laughs> yeah, it's, you know what let's let's uh, let's pocket that for next year let's see if we can remember to do that cuz I, I like that idea yeah um well if backwash releases an album next year if it might very well beyond oh, there you go yeah that's, that's, that's a fair point um let's move on to our oh. second category of the night which is most pleasantly surprising album you know surprising yes. it, it surprised us with maybe how good it was um and obviously this is very subjective and it's like oh well we're, we're basing it off of what we expected you know so uh yeah. super suggestive um Probably the most subjective uh, of the categories. Right. It's just kind of like whatever we were feeling, really. <laughs> but, <Yeah. laughs> uh, honestly, this one was pretty hard for me this year. Uh, for the most part, the uh, the albums I expected to be good were good. Um, or, you know, it, they were about to the degree to which they were good. Um, but I did come up with five nominees anyway, so here they are. 
uh, wiki with half god. <laughs> fucking <laughs> godspeed you black emperor <laughs> with god's p at state's end nice okay <laughs> one thing to note on that just the at state's end is in all caps and then the o in god is an underscore it yeah. truly is one of the worst album titles yeah I've ever seen. <laughs> it, it is just bananas it's terrible um the rest of my nominees uh injury reserve with by the time i get to phoenix oh okay uh silk sonic with an evening with silk sonic nice and uh ka with a martyr's reward which of course is not going to win this award because Ka's complete lack of surprise in terms of sound <laughs> and quality <laughs> it's a car record Sorry, ka. yeah i love you but it's a car record a hollow nomination <laughs> um the winner is Injury Reserve by the time nice. I get to Phoenix. Yeah. So usually the winner of this award comes from an artist that like I don't have a previous fandom of, uh, like a strong previous fandom of. You know, like I think MGMT won this the first year we did this. And, you know, I like MGMT, but, you know, kind of whatever. But that that album was, I thought, great. Um, like I, normally it's like I'm surprised to have enjoyed this album as much as I did given the artist who created it. But this time it's not really a surprise that I enjoyed this album because I've always loved Injury Reserve. The surprise is the album itself and how I love it, like how it's so radically different from not only Injury Reserve's past work, but how it's so radically different from like anything I've ever heard really. Because um, mm. Injury Reserve, you know, I, I love them because they've always been creative but in the past they were creative in ways that were more lighthearted and fun and accessible they kind of had little quirky gimmicks to some of their songs um but by the time i get to phoenix is it's also creative but it's creative in ways that are completely different this is a dark and dystopian and existential album about aging death uh climate change the internet pretty much everything that has made like the past couple of years tough for everyone mm. and especially tough for injury reserve who sadly lost member Stepa J Groggs uh, last year. Um, I love the concepts of this record and I go into a few of those on our Q3 episode. Um, but the sound of the record was the real surprising kind of mind blowing aspect to me. It's bonkers. It doesn't make any conventional sense, especially for what is, allegedly a hip-hop record i think i called this a post hip-hop record on that podcast um it, the production is like super layered and detailed but it's also just insane and chaotic uh there's so many ideas on this album and i just i love it for that it's a great album uh i love it and even though i expected to love this album i didn't expect to love it for these reasons that i've been giving out so uh congratulations to uh, injury reserve Nice. That's yeah. an awesome pick. Yeah, it's a fucking awesome album. It, it, yeah. Yeah. That's great. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. All right. My nominees for this. Yeah, this one was tough, actually, for me, too. Um, yeah, I have a couple of, uh, of nominees on here that didn't make my top 50, but, mm. like, are they were surprising... They were surprisingly good still, I guess, because my expectations weren't that high to begin with. So that's, like, how kind of tough this one was for me to make. Yeah, right, yeah. Super, super weird year for this category. Yeah. I won't spoil which ones didn't make my top 50, but... Oh, okay. Um, 
I mean, it's probably pretty obvious. <laughs> um, okay, so my nominees are Olivia Rodrigo mm. with Sour, Japanese Breakfast, Jubilee, Lil Nas X, Montero, mm. Dean Blunt, Black Metal 2, <laughs> which is surprising in a different way. <laughs> <Dude>. <laughs> um, and Floating Points. Hmm. And Pharaoh Sanders with Promises. (laughs) (laughs) All right, the winner is... Exactly. (laughs) Floating Points. Yeah, that album um, is amazing. And I've listened to um, Floating Points before and, like, thought it was interesting mostly i was kind of like oh the guy behind floating points just seems like an interesting dude because he's like a neuroscientist uh as a day job hmm. um so i was like oh that's you know it's pretty cool that he makes pretty interesting electronic music but I'm, i haven't really been able to get totally into floating points um in a way that like i'm like oh i love this stuff but this time around I think, I mean, Pharaoh Sanders is obviously, like, a yeah. god in mm-hmm. the jazz world. So there was, like, there was that level of, like, oh, okay, this this might be good. But I wasn't expecting it to be this good. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, this album is amazing. It's, like, the ambience of it is just gorgeous and extremely expansive. Um, the repetition of that, that melody, that... <laughs> that we were just making a bit out of is actually like phenomenal. Yeah. Like it's <laughs> yeah, it's actually very good. <laughs> yeah, it's so great, and it's like it works so well as like a grounding point for the album. And Pharaoh Sanders, like his his just like freakouts and the way that he complements the the just the build of the aesthetic that um, is being made by Floating Points is like it's it's amazing it's such a great match i think that i was just not expecting expecting it to be this good uh, it's kind of i think it's the kind of same thing that you had with injury reserve almost where like i was like yeah this will probably be kind of interesting right uh, but they absolutely nailed it i think that it's the chemistry is perfect here um and now i'm like really excited to see Floating points try to go more into like yeah into this jazz world. Um, he's bringing kind of like a John Hopkins esque mm. uh, style to jazz music. Like that would be really really cool to see more of that. Um, so yeah, that's yeah, yeah really pretty much all I need to have to say on that. But that's, awesome awesome album. That's an awesome pick, and uh, I you know all, great album and. Um, I was just, I was surprised too, because I was just, I looked at the, before I even pressed play, I was like, how is Floating Points, Pharaoh Sanders, and literally the London Symphony Orchestra? Yeah, that's right, and the London. Yeah, I'm like, how is that going to mesh? Like, how is that going to work? And uh, it did. It's perfect. Yeah, it's it's seriously amazing. And um, I think it's the, probably the consensus album of the year, this year. Like among yeah. like publications and fans and stuff, like if you were to average everybody's results, I think that would be the uh, album of the year. So, shout That's out probably to them. True. Yeah. Um, on the other side of the uh, spectrum here, we have most disappointing 
album. Uh, so this is most surprising mm-hmm. album, but in a negative way. And uh, <laughs> and uh, I, I came up with a few nominees here. Um, <laughs> yeah, this one wasn't too tough. <laughs> I actually had to look through, like... Because if I don't like an album, I'm probably not going to, like, keep it saved in my library. So Yeah, I, right. So I went through, like, everything that, like, Pitchfork reviewed and that Fantano reviewed. And I'm like, am I forgetting an album that came out this year? And sure enough, I did. There was one that made my nomination. So I'm like, oh, right, this happened this year. Uh, um, that might be for me, too. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, so we'll see if it wins. But uh, there was definitely one nominee I had I totally forgot came out this year because I was so disappointed in it. Um, <clears throat> all right, my nominees... Lana Del Rey, Chemtrails Over the Country Club. Uh, coming off of a win for most surprisingly good album yeah, with Norman right. fucking Rockwell. Uh, James Blake with Friends That Break Your Heart. Mm. Lord with Solar Power. Uh, the Record I Forgot, which is Dark Side Spiral. Uh, to- oh, totally yeah. forgot about that. And uh, the last nominee here, Kanye West with uh, Donda. So, mm-hmm. <clears throat> all right. Drum roll. The winner, the winner is sad drum roll. Yes, yeah, sad drum roll. Sad drum noises. <laughs> uh, the the quote unquote winner here is uh, it's Kanye West uh, for Donda. Okay. So <clears throat> typically, you know, for me to be disappointed in an album, I need like high expectations for it, right? That's kind of part of it. Uh, but as I mentioned in our Donda review, I didn't really have high expectations for this album. Uh, just the mm-hmm. premise of 2021 Kanye West releasing a two-hour Christian hip-hop record doesn't really excite me, especially after hearing Jesus is King. Um, there's some good moments on this album, and it is better than Jesus is King, you know, so I do want to give it some credit, but I still found myself disappointed in Donda somehow. Um, perhaps I naively expected this record to be finished upon its release. Um, it wasn't, or at least it didn't sound finished, uh, so that was disappointing. Um, I expected every song on this record to be original content, but given that the final four songs <laughs> are all barely modified remixes of songs earlier on the record, I was disappointed by that. Uh, and I won't get into a rant, a super big rant here, but the most disappointing thing about Donda, however, is really just the song Jail Part 2, uh, mm-hmm. fe- featuring Baby and Marilyn Manson. We talked about this song in detail during our review, but I thought it was in incredibly poor taste. Uh, It left a sour taste in my mouth. Um, We've talked a lot about quote-unquote cancel culture this year on the podcast, Mm -hmm. but this was really the most egregious example of that. Um, Part of DeBaby's verse is, you know, whining about how we canceled him for making homophobic (laughs) comments and then doubling down on those during the apology uh, he, you know, whining about how we're taking food off of his table, which is an argument that immediately falls apart when you remember that he's yeah. literally saying this while rapping on a Kanye album. Like, he, he's going to be all right, I think. Um, but even more disgusting is the inclusion of Marilyn Manson, uh, who is currently being investigated for sexual assault, and he sings, guess who's going to jail tonight? God going to post my bail tonight. It's his only contribution to the song. Um and this sort of like only God can judge me mm-hmm. argument is already just dumb, but it's extremely tone deaf given the context of the person saying it in this case. So, uh, yeah, congrats on uh, on winning this award, I guess. Just kind of the album was okay, but it's more just kind of like I felt sour after listening to it. So Yeah, that's a really good point. Yeah. Yeah. So I don't know. Yeah. 
do what you want with it. Tough one. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Kanye, uh, Kanye, sorry, Kanye just stormed the stage uh, and interrupted, and he said uh, that some other album deserved it, and it was the most disappointing album of all time. So I'm not sure what happened there, but <laughs> interesting. Honestly, I think Kanye just winning an award, like he doesn't really care. He's just like, <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> most disappointing album. <laughs> Meanwhile, Drake looking from the crowd like, oh, that could have been mine. Yeah, uh, yeah. that should have been me. <laughs> <laughs> so, all right. Sorry, sorry about that. Yeah, sorry about the Kanye delay. But uh, anyway, your nominees. Had to happen. Yeah. All right, my <laughs> nominees for this are... Kanye, Donda, <laughs> uh, The Weather Station, mm. Ignorance. Um, this was one that, again, I, I went back and I was like, wait, wow, I forgot about <laughs> this. Uh, the Antlers. Oh, my God. Green, green to Gold. Yeah, The Antlers released an album this year. Jesus, I forgot about that. Wow. <laughs> uh, same with this, this artist, Lamb Chop, Show Tunes. Okay, yeah. And last but not least, Coldplay, Music of the Spheres. <laughs> in case you're like, I mean, Patrick has been a Coldplay fan in the past. There were maybe some expectations for that record, but not on right. my end. Yeah, right, right. <laughs> we'll get into that. Yeah. Well, okay. Maybe. Well, <laughs> we'll see. We'll see. We'll see what happens. Just kind of showed my hand there. <laughs> we'll see All what right. happens. Tiny drum roll. Yeah, it's Coldplay. Oh, shit. Wow, okay. Interesting. <laughs> <laughs> Who would have thought, right? <laughs> yeah, this is fucking terrible. <laughs> <laughs> and, like, like you know, like you said, I, I have been a Coldplay fan for quite a long time. I still consider myself a Coldplay fan, but, like, <laughs> the problem with being a Coldplay fan in this time is like you know that all of the albums that they've released post like viva la vida well i guess milo zilato was passable mm-hmm. like it's not the most memorable but it's a pretty solid pop album mm-hmm. so i guess past that you like there hasn't been anything like even remotely good <laughs> um although the album that they released uh last year two years ago see this is a thing too they released an album called everyday life and like it just kind of came and went and like it was like decent i actually thought was like oh this is not terrible but Mm -hmm. it wasn't anything special um so like i said my standard for coldplay has been very low for a long time but Mm -hmm. anytime they put something out i'm like okay i'll I'll give it a shot i'll see what's going on i was actually kind of excited for this um whenever i heard about it because i was like oh it's coldplay super leaning into concept i mean it's space i don't think coldplay's gonna be that (laughs) i never i never thought they were gonna go that in depth on the space concept because they're not like that great at it but i was like oh it's it's pretty and you know just ethereal enough to to work and coldplay is usually at their best when they're just like leaning into something <laughs> so i was like okay yeah. they could pull this yeah. off uh-huh. and like I, it, it turns out to be like probably their worst album they've ever released <laughs> like it's oh just God. it's just nothing it's just a mishmash of hot hot garbage 
Jesus Christ. Yeah. Even even their most ambitious track, quote unquote, oh that people God. talked about the ten minute long closer track. Are you serious? Is like it's just like a, a just Chris Martin kind of just jerking off. Basically, it's not anything special. It's just him being like, "Yeah, I can write a ten minute song." It's the can you believe Coldplay invented ten minute songs? <laughs> You're killing me. <laughs> Oh my god. So yeah, that sucks. I'm so mad. About oh my this. god. Unbelievable. Yeah, so and congratulations. If, I mean if if Jeff Rosenstock can win that best album title because of track titles, Coldplay gets the worst oh, album title shit. by the same logic. <laughs> yeah. Literally emojis as your track titles. <laughs> yeah. It's just awful. <laughs> it's so bad. Uh, I'll fess up. I didn't listen to this record. Maybe I should have given it a fair chance, but um, yeah, it, it sounds like I, I, I'm okay with having passed on it, I guess. At the yeah, end of the I'm day. not recommending anybody listen to it unless <laughs> I guess you're a Coldplay fan. Right. <laughs> That's the only reason I did. I was like, well, I have to. I'm obligated to now. Uh, once you buy a Coldplay album on vinyl, you're now you're obligated to listen to whatever they put out for the rest of your life. So what would you get parachutes? No, I have Russia blood. Oh, no. And I'm oh, probably yeah. going to get yeah. parachutes at some point too, but okay. very nice. Well, that, that doubles down on the Coldplay fandom. Well, when they put out kaleidoscope dream, uh, we tried doing that podcast and, uh, it, it failed right. for some reason. And we thought, should we do it again? And we both were like, no, <laughs> so that's our thoughts on Coldplay. Yeah, oh, that's pretty much it. <laughs> so let's yeah, I think with this one, <laughs> you just texted me even before it came out. You're like, just a heads up, I'm not gonna listen to it <laughs> just to get ahead of that uh, just, podcast. Are we gonna cover it? And I'm just letting you know, no, I'm not because I'm not. <laughs> oh God, that's right. Um, well, thank you for that. And congratulations to Coldplay. Um, <laughs> You're not missing out on anything. <laughs> we're going to move on now to Best Breakthrough Artist. Best Breakthrough Artist. Yes. A category that, again, is kind of like, what does that mean? Um, I, I'll explain kind of what my criteria is during my explanation. Um, but I thought this was absolutely stacked this year. Um, I... Like I could have given it to like any one of these, but uh, ultimately there's there's one act that like really stood out to me this year, and um, yeah, so uh, they're gonna win this award. But my nominees are Squid, Spelling, Genesis Owusu, Black Country New Road, and Dry Cleaning, and the winner is nice Black Country New Road. Um, nice. Yeah, so the uh, the windmill scene, or whatever you want to call it, uh, wins the award for best breakthrough genre, or like best breakthrough movement of the year. Um, and Black Country New Road is deservedly one of the faces of that movement. So like Squid, Black Midi, Dry Cleaning, Shame, uh, plenty of other bands have like popularized this new wave of British post-punk this year. But my favorite record to come out of that scene this year was Black Country New Road's debut album uh, titled For the First Time. Um, this is really kind of a perfect winner for this award based on my criteria, which is kind of a two-part thing. I see it as a combination of like 
how much did I love the album? Like, what's my personal enjoyment? And also, like, is there a general hype behind the artist, Mm -hmm. you know? Uh, And this album had a ton of hype behind it. Uh, It was polarizing. It was discussed endlessly. It was blogged about. A couple of these songs on this record are, like, nearly two years old at this point. Uh, And it's also one of my personal favorites of the year. So it, it fits perfectly for this award. I love this uh, like this like unique experimental blend of like post-punk post-rock jazz uh, <laughs> the uh, the klezmer music on a couple tracks uh, there's plenty of genres happening here plenty of ideas um, i'm excited for their new record that drops in like february we'll probably be potting about that whether i'm recommending it or we discuss it we'll figure that out but um really excited for that this was a crowded year for this field, um, but I can only pick one winner. So yeah, congrats to uh, Black Country New Road. Nice work. Yeah, yeah, they're, Love that. they're good. They're damn good. Yeah, I feel like that's a, a lot of uh, picks too with for them. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Nice. All right. Uh, yeah, this one. This was a really great category to go through this year. Mm-hmm. A lot of great choices, mm-hmm. um, but I ended up going with. Wolf Alice, nice spelling. Lucid Express, hmm. Paranual, mm-hmm. and Tra. I don't know how to pronounce it, mm-hmm. but T R H A. The black metal group, or yeah, 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 exactly, yeah. All right, uh, winner of this one is Paranual. Yes, nice, very yeah. nice. Yeah album is to see the next part of the dream mm-hmm. um yeah like you said awesome uh awesome album title too mm-hmm. for this mm-hmm. um yeah uh, this one just has kind of everything that i want from like a breakthrough artist like uh it's very like rate your music core yeah uh type of crowd but like it blew up on that page and um has had a bit of crossover appeal i think um not like a ton, but like a, enough across like music blogs that I think that it's getting a great amount of attention. It's just not so crazy obscure. Um, and the heart and passion on this project is just awesome. Um, I, I love the aesthetics on here. I love the, the use of like fuzzy, just all these buzzy guitars and mm-hmm. the um, vocal delivery is really uh, lo-fi, but it's like, impassioned and uh really heartfelt bedroom pop kind of style um sort of emo tinged in a way uh it's great i i really love this album it makes me feel very hopeful and it makes me feel like just really proud of this artist i guess you know what i mean Mm -hmm. whenever i hear this it's one of those things that you can tell that somebody really put their heart and soul out on the on a project like this um, and kind of and, and did it in this really DIY way, and it ended up working out for them. And um, yeah, the scene around it is just super positive. Everybody seems to have nice things to say about it. it, it yeah, it's great. I'm I'm really really happy with what Paranols put out uh, with this project. So yeah, it's a great pick, and uh, I like how it's like a kind of a grassroots 
breakthrough. Like it's not. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, it, it's like the fans are the ones saying like, "Hey, you should check this album out." It's not yeah. like it's being shoved down your throat by a bunch of like publications and there's no like industry plant stuff going on. You know, like it, this is yeah. like literal music fans being like, "Hey, you may have overlooked this record. You should check it out. It's pretty damn good." <laughs> so and it yeah, is. Yeah, exactly. A good album. That's like the stuff that I really like to look for with these uh, breakthrough artist stuff. I don't think there's anything wrong with like necessarily with the uh, like the Billie Eilish is the classic example of like the breakthrough artist industry plant. Mm -hmm. And like, I don't think there's anything wrong with Billie Eilish, obviously. Right. Or, but like uh, this just makes me feel a lot better whenever I see somebody just, yeah, with this DIY kind of attitude towards their music getting recognized just from random ridiculous music blog sites right right yeah and it actually turns out to be really good too like that that's the other thing too sometimes these sites can hype up a lot a lot of albums that are like okay this is not that great right exactly but in this case um i I just got a, a thing in my bluetooth here uh oh okay uh problem uh, Kanye storming the stage because he didn't win. <laughs> he didn't win Best Breakthrough Artist this year, and someone is reminding him, Kanye, your debut album was 17 years ago. You're not eligible for this <laughs> award. Oh, the boy, messy scene. Uh, thank goodness we only have one award left. Let's let's get to it before <laughs> things get mad, huh? Um, so Kanye, you weren't supposed to be here. He's breaking COVID protocol. What a, <laughs> what a heartless bastard! It's literally just us and Kanye. It's kind of a weird scene. Um, <laughs> Uh, Stay safe out there. <laughs> the uh, the final award tonight, of course, like the Oscars, is Best Picture, and uh, by yes. that we mean album cover. So I like that this is the only category that we like directly parried off of. Parried off of Oscars. <laughs> this is the only one. Yeah, the rest is like. Could you imagine if they gave an Oscar for like most disappointing movie? <laughs> That would be. That actually, I would. I would definitely like petition for that to happen. It's like, and the winner is Aragon. Yeah, <laughs> everybody's sitting in the sitting around you, just looking at you, waiting for it to happen. <laughs> they pan to all the different directors, and they have to kind of do like an awkward wave, like, it was, <laughs> "Okay, I'm nominated." Um, but my nominees for a uh, best picture, another pretty good category this year. Um, mm-hmm. are uh, Injury Reserve, by the time I get to Phoenix, Z-Loopers with Van Gogh's Left Ear, nice. Blue with The Color Blue, uh, Paranual, once again, with uh, To See the Next Part of the Dream, and uh, Drake, Certified Lover Boy. So, oh. <laughs> so Drake, you may win this one after all. Let's see. Let's find oh, out. Spectacular. <laughs> it's amazing. It's, uh, it's not, though. And the winner is... Z loopers with a nice. Van Gogh's left ear. Yeah, this one I almost gave this to injury reserve, but uh, I kind of I really deliberated over this one. And yeah, the Z loopers is fucking awesome. Uh, this one is literally album art. It's directly inspired by Van Gogh's work, as the uh, album title suggests. Uh, the background is kind of this starry night, you know, inspired background going on. And Z loopers himself is pictured on the album cover in the style of one of Van Gogh's self-portraits. And, of course, his left ear is bleeding on the album cover, uh, which, of course, references Van Gogh's self-inflicted ear severing. It's just, honestly, like, a, a cool, 
interesting and kind of pretty album cover. Uh, it's the kind of album cover that like, it kind of serves the purpose of an album cover. It's like, it made me want to check out the record when I saw it. I was like, Oh, that's I wonder what that sounds like. It's pretty neat. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I'm glad I did check it out because it's also a good album. Uh, that doesn't factor into this award, but it's a great album. So I want to talk about it. Um, Z loopers is avant-garde, you know, he's kind of like Van Gogh, at least at the time. Uh, I once saw someone call Z loopers, the captain Beefheart of hip hop, which like, I could, I could buy that. I could see it. Uh, he's definitely a really (laughs) unique artist. And, uh, I, what I love about like him and this record specifically is that he kind of works in this brainstorming environment where there are no bad ideas. Like every idea is a good idea. Whatever comes to his head, it's going to be on the record. And he threw everything at the wall and saw what stuck. Uh, and some of it didn't, but like, I respect the hell out of him for like putting it out there anyway. Um, Mm. so it's really difficult to kind of pin him down. He is hip hop, but it's like one track to the next. It's like, uh, okay, what are we doing here? Um, and I love his music for that. Like it really kept me on my toes. Uh, so this is my favorite album artwork of the year, but it's also just a damn good album as well. So, uh, yeah, congrats to uh, Z loopers. Nice. Nice. Yeah. Nice pick. Yeah. I mean, it's just... I'm like, okay, what the hell is this album going to be about? And like five tracks in, I'm still like, okay, what sound is he going for? Yeah. And, and, I had, <laughs> right, yeah. and like by that time, I hadn't even gotten to like the Crash Bandicoot song yet. So I was like, what? Nice. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, yeah, great album though. Yeah, that's a great pick. Yeah, I love I love it, dude. Um. All right. My picks for this year for picks. Mm. Best picks. Mm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh yeah my my picks are very good the body mm. i've seen all i need to see floating points promises <laughs> paranual <laughs> yeah every time <laughs> paranual uh, mm-hmm. to see the next part of the dream death heaven mm. infinite granite and low mm. with hey what um, all right, and my winner is floating points. <laughs> nice, hell yeah! Two-time yeah, winner. Two-time winner this this year. Awesome. Yeah, uh, this one was a tough one to do, though, honestly. Mm-hmm. Uh, but had to give it to floating points because I mean, this album art is just super <laughs> awesome. Like mm-hmm. the it, it's like extremely dense like just you can stare at it for a really long time and just get tons and tons of different ideas and textures and things like that out of it each like square uh parallelogram type thing i guess Mm -hmm. is um has this three-dimensional feel to it and also has this painting this abstract painting in the background um, that's sort of cut off in between all of them that suggests like this weird, almost like multiversal type of feeling to it. Um, it's like super avant-garde and abstract. And, um, I love, I love the general just gray aesthetic of it too, gray and white aesthetic of it. Um, and the color choices in it are, are amazing. I love like all these like clean lines and grid patterns and, um, 
yeah, it just feels like you're really being teleported into something kind of bizarre, but undeniably really beautiful. Um, yeah, that's yeah. pretty much all I gotta say about it. It's just it's such a it's such an interesting album art. And full disclosure, I bought the vinyl of this nice. a little while ago, and the gatefold for it makes it even more interesting. Oh, nice! Because um, the the um, the squares are like an actual like huge piece of art uh, in the background, and they're just being kind of like cut into pieces on oh, the front cover. That's cool. So, yeah, so there there might be a little bit of bias because I don't have. Uh, well, actually, now that I'm looking at yeah, this, do, I do have you, you have low all of these on vinyl except for Paranormal, which yeah. I just haven't found on vinyl. <laughs> so hey, so, so there's no bias here actually. Yeah. Yeah, there you go. That's awesome. Yeah. And I have none of mine on vinyl. I, I they were sold out at Drake, but other than that, I I, I didn't see any of these. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> oh shoot. Well, that's great. Oh, oh, what's this? Oh my gosh, not again. Okay. Oh, looks okay. like Kanye storming the stage it. again. <laughs> Kanye Donda was literally just a black square album cover that didn't deserve to win this year. Oh boy. Okay. If you would have, if you would have considered the original album art, maybe that would have <laughs> actually been on here. <laughs> Kanye, you already got an award tonight. I mean, I know it is for most disappointing album, but, but still, you did, you do get an award. Um, but congratulations to everybody who won tonight. Um, and uh, thank you all for uh, coming to this award show. Patrick, thank you for joining me on the red carpet tonight. It's been fantastic. Oh, if you want more awards, uh, as I said, album of the year being discussed in a big thread from each of us on our Twitter accounts, at Will Brost, mm -hmm. at Patrick Anderson. And uh, we're talking about songs of the year next time. So uh, until next time, thank you all for listening. Peace.